We should make like plush, blow up, accurate D20s that actually roll because they're well weighted. Yeah, but I this one we... blows up. That makes it easy. It's like a beach No, ball. not blow up. Sorry, not blow up. I mean like a plushy D20 that people could order from us and that they would enjoy like either sleeping with, you know, cuddling or rolling. Oh, I enjoy yeah. disagree. If Nate is going to be carrying this around all day, let's make it out of metal or wood. Yeah, I'll carve it out of a <laughs> huge, a huge uh, of granite. Wait, Nate's not going to be carrying it around. You are, or we are. We're going to all be taking turns carrying this motherfucker. We'll get a wagon, little, little. Uh, oh, like the little yeah. wagon. The D twenty wagon. D twenty wagon. The Dungeons and Dragon wagon. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the Dungeons and Wagon. Oh shit, I think we might have just made our own retirement just now. Honestly, right. we should do all of this. Because truly, we need to take a lot of money. Dungeons and Wagons. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid and so perfect. We're kind of uh, brilliant. Kind I of think bad. I'm going to have to do a bong rip. <laughs> Every time we take the show on the road, we get a hashtag Dungeons and Wagons. Like we can, yeah. This is clearly our new life goal. <laughs> I hey, it's, honestly, yeah, it's got now. It can't be blow up and like easy because no, you have no, to it have has the wagon. To be fu- it yes, needs to be sort absolutely. of like a pain in the ass. And then you know, fuck <laughs> our two medical degrees. Fuck the fucking law degree. Dungeons and wagons. You're welcome back to Roll for Blank, the original Dungeon Wagons podcast. <laughs> Huzzah! Right now, everyone is hanging out in the forgotten garden. Villa is lost somewhere. No, I'm I'm literally you're hanging, hanging. Well, you're in a kangaroo's pouch. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're chilling hanging in there. Yeah, you're having a good day. Slouching oh. in a pouch. Something like that. <laughs> what's, your, what's your girlfriend's name? Shanti. Shanti. Polly says, "Hey, Shanti, don't listen to what Captain Alora's telling you. She's lying." I know that my love would never would never deceive me, but I do have concerns about whether this is a good idea. Already well, two I of you have been turned into animals. No, it's really a bad idea. But again, I'm doing it for our family. This Wait, is so like what, a fast what, and furious thing then. Exactly, what? I'm Vin Diesel and you're that other white guy with muscles who may or may not be white. Paul, Paul Walker, <laughs> who's dead? Is that who um, I am? No, there's the other one, the other muscly one. The rock? Jason Statham or The Rock? Yeah, The Rock, the one that sings Moana. <laughs> right, that's some esoteric film knowledge of a universe neither of us live in. But from this perspective, you're looking very attractive. I don't know why I don't bend down to look at you more often. Well, I'm flattered, but I've never really been into cats that way. Don't worry, darling. We'll, we'll wait until I'm a, a human, an elf orc again before any of the funny business. But for now, let's go play with the kittens. Yeah, she's not into pussy. Oh, wait. Stop it. No. That didn't work. And I fall down on the ground so Shanti will scratch my stomach and all the other little kittens will run up and kind of nestle me and I'll feel very superior. Okay, yeah, there's a huge cuddle puddle happening right now. Um, Villa, you're you're hanging out in a kangaroo pouch in the middle of this uh, these woods in the Forgotten Garden. Sure am. Okay, you doing anything? You trying to do anything? You just in that pouch. I'm purring a little bit. Okay, okay. Um- are there any eagles around? I'd like to talk to an eagle. There are there are lots of birds around. Yeah, an eagle swoops down. It even just lands on your outstretched arm. Oh, nice. nice. Hey, hey, Mr. Eagle, how you, uh, or Mrs. Eagle, I don't know, you know, I, I don't sex eagles. How, how you doing? Oh, I sex them. <laughs> okay, uh, don't mind the lion. <laughs> He's uh, batshit crazy. 
It's my uh, revolutionary rock-themed band. It's called Sex Eagles. Huh. All our songs are about fighting the British. Oh my nice. God. Okay. Okay. Angry tea parties everywhere. <laughs> so many angry tea parties. Ooh, what is that move? Yeah. <laughs> the angry tea party. Easy. I have to figure that out later. Uh, <laughs> take it to the DMs. Right. <clears throat> Sorry. To me? Sorry. Go on. Hello, Mr. Gnome. This is, uh, this is very good to meet you. What, what is it that you are seeking? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, I was uh, curious uh, if uh, you would be interested in some of this delicious turkey. And I hand him, like, a turkey leg. Ah, this is very good turkey. I will I will have a bite. I have not had turkey in, in, well, I cannot remember how long it has been since I have had turkey. Yeah, I thought you know, eating all these nuts, you might like some variety there. Here's what else I would ask you. Uh, do you like being an eagle? I... I do not remember a time when I was not an eagle. Do you like being a gnome? Yeah, I fucking love being a gnome. Cause you know, I get to talk to uh, stand up guys like you. But uh, here's the thing, eagle, you're not really an eagle. And uh, I, we'd like to kill a tree that uh, caused you all to be eagles by making you eat these nuts. But uh, here's what I'd like to do. I, I got a little spell here that I cast that lets me see through your eyes. And I was hoping, because you got eagle eyes, I was hoping you could fly around a bit and look for a big old tree. And also, if you see uh, a stabby rogue or someone killing a bunch of stuff, if you could also tell me that too, that'd be helpful. No, I, I would be happy to do whatever I can, uh, yes. Yeah, well, here you go. Uh, Mumbo jumbo abracadabra. I'm looking through your eyes now. Ah, this is very strange. You, you think about these magazines from the boat quite frequently, do you not? Yeah, no. I'll hook you up with one when you get back. I mean, when you're human again. I don't. I don't think you want to jerk it off with those talons. Those look. Uh, oh man, I'm just shivering here. I I got a turtle going on here just from uh, you know, it's shrunken in now. I think my balls just undescended. Ascended? I think my balls just ascended. Yes, the balls, uh, they are very high. Yeah. And speaking yeah, of high, I, I will go into the sky, yes? You you would like me to uh, seek out the tree and uh, the rogue? Yeah, that'd be great if you see either of those or both, preferably, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Have it. Very good. I I will take my leave, and uh, you, you will see what I see. Yeah, that's uh, kind of creepy, but yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's do it. It, you are one to talk, my friend. You are one to talk. <laughs> and the eagle departs and starts flying all through the, the Forbidden Garden. And at one point, the eagle passes over a, a kangaroo with a mysteriously villa-shaped object in its pouch. And she's just kind of chilling in that pouch, not doing a whole lot of anything. And then the eagle uh, continues flying. And you see it weave back and forth through the forest. And then suddenly... There is a huge tree that rises five times as tall as the rest of the trees. It's it's easily a hundred feet tall, and this tree appears to be alive. Hey, uh, hey guys. So, uh, uh, kitty puss over there, bird bird face guy. So we still have our same names. You I, don't have to give us new names. I got the, I got good news and uh, weird news. Uh, I know where the tree is, so we could go chop it down. Uh, I think uh, Villa may have gotten eaten by a kangaroo. 
So unfortunately, you know, she's probably dead, but uh, that's what we got. Squawk! Aren't kangaroos herbivores? Yeah, I don't know what uh, what they like to have sex with. That's their business. But, uh, you know, whatever they do, I think one ain't Villa. All right. Okay, why don't you gentlemen go off in search of the tree? Um, Villa is my best friend, so I'm pretty sure I should go investigate the kangaroo situation. Uh, Shanti, do you want to come with me, or are you still pretty gimpy and need to go take a nap with the kittens? My love, I, I, I really would rather rest up at this point, but I can come with you. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. Um, I can't offer you any tea because when I transformed into a lion, I don't know where my stuff went. Uh, but there, I left you some Earl Grey in the kitchen. Um, and I think take Cat Polian and Cleopatra. Uh, they'll take good care of you and you just, you look great. And then I'm going to lick her, I think, just in a non-sexual way, just like up the, the kneecap. Sure, it's raspy. She, she giggles at the raspy tongue. <laughs> Cool. Um, then I'm going to bound off in the direction um, that I assume Polly told me that the kangaroo is. Okay. And I'm really fast because I'm the lion. Oh, yeah. You you are just loping and plowing through the woods. Uh, you're seeing all manners of other animals. They're all kind of talking to each other and whatever. And and as you walk, you, you, you get about 30 feet, maybe 60 feet into the woods. And you can't remember where you went to college. Oh, I would never forget such a thing. I forget that before I forget Shanti's face. Are my kittens with me? Um, however many that you that you called with you, yeah. They can be well, riding I, on your back, whatever you want. It's 200. Okay, yeah. So you're wearing like a, a 200 kitten sweater. It's around this you. This is gonna smell so badly. Cool, um, I'm going to turn to Magella Cat and I'll be like, <laughs> hey, hey, Jellin, uh, do you know where we are? Because I've, I've quite forgotten things. Well, what are you feeling, little immortal cat? You also, know things I don't? Magellan tried to find the East Indies and failed. I'm and sorry. And then got killed by a spear when he got lost. Christopher Cat Lumbus? Yeah, also trying to find the Indies <laughs> in America. Oh, right. GPS cat? There you know go. where we're at? <laughs> Turn left at the intersection. Cool. I'll run up to the intersection. Turn Meow. Left. Turn left now. Cool, I did that. Okay. Rerouting. Rerouting. <laughs> God damn it, Cat, I just turned where you told me. <laughs> Make a U-turn at the nearest. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. So, Captain Laura, you're covered with cats. You've forgotten where you've gone to college. And now, you've forgotten Shanti's face. Shut up! Oh. Otis? What is, what is Otis the parakeet doing? Um... I was going to follow um, Captain Alora to the, uh, you know, where where Villa was stuck in a, in a, in a kangaroo. Kangaroo. He's already forgotten what kind of animal she was stuck in. It's oh, happening God. to everyone. It's happening to me too. Um, but yeah, I was going to fly after um, Captain Alora actually, because okay. I wasn't really concerned about that tree. Okay, so yeah, you see, which you're flying... I, is probably a mistake, but that's what I had decided to do. So you're, you're flying behind Captain Alora, and as you're flying, you kind of completely forget about the bayou and your your fan boat. Like, no. you don't remember that at all. What? How could that even happen? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. What's Polly up to? So you, has the eagle returned? Uh, do, well, did you want the eagle to return? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I figured he'd fly a loop and come back. Ah. He knows who 
marinates his turkey. Oh yes, Miss Monsieur Pauli, I am I am back from my journey. Did you enjoy what you saw? Yeah, you know, you uh, seem to stare at your nuts a lot, but uh, other than that, that was great. Yeah, I, I think I saw what I needed to see. Here's the thing. Uh, did you see a chipmunk by any chance? I didn't see it. Uh, maybe gathering a bunch of animals together? Oh, the, the, the Sir Reginald. Yes, he, he is. He seemed to be rallying some of the raccoons and the apes and the snakes together to uh, lead them somewhere, but I was not sure. Yeah, no, that's great, yeah. Could you maybe swing by and tell him to meet me where you saw the tree? And uh, if you could also like rustle up some rhinos and stuff, you know, bigger guys, tough guys. Uh, oh, and meet me that tree. The I, elephants I, as well? Yeah, no, okay, elephants, that's fine too. Rhinos, hippos, uh, drippos, bugbears, whatever, whatever you got here, I don't know. We, we have a little bit of everything in the garden, if you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I love it. I know about the garden, let me tell you what, we got uh, a lot of stuff there. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna meet you over there. I figure you're quicker, you can fly around. By the time I get there, you can probably do a loop. Yes, uh, I'm sure I could do many loops. You you have very short legs, and that is not an insult to you. It is it is just a great expanse of space, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, one of those isn't a leg, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, it is like you are a grandfather clock. <laughs> you, you know, like give him a little talon bump. You know what I'm talking about, buddy. We we sit time for chili. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What you said. Okay, I'm gonna Low have that tree. Okay, so Paul, you're making your way toward the tree, and I want you to roll a survival check. Uh, Villa, what are you doing? Are you just hanging out in this kangaroo? You thinking about? Trying to trying to make it toward the tree again, or are you just kind of happy to be in this kangaroo pouch? You just gonna just pull us off and make us go crazy looking for you? I'm Forget gonna peek my head are. out. What can I see? Well, uh, all around you, Sticky. you see a lot of tall trees. Uh, you see some low underbrush foliage, and you see just tons and tons of animals, and they're all having these conversations. They're talking about their days. They are debating topics that seem fairly outdated to you and some that make no sense at all. Uh, you know. Can I um, listen to my friends? Can I make a perception roll? Sure, yeah. Make a perception roll. 15. Okay. So uh, with a 15, you would perceive something. So the big question is, are Otis or Captain Alora singing a song or talking about anything while they're walking through the forest? Otis is probably fairly confused and saying things like, Whoa, do I know you? Who that? You look kind of familiar. No, I don't know. These sort of things. Okay. I'm probably talking to the 200 kittens I've brought with me, but now can't seem to remember the names of any of them. Like, oh, yes, you. It was a cat pun. Something, something about the 17th century history. Oh, God, I can't even remember. Okay. Polly, are you are you talking or singing or doing anything that's that's noticeable that Villa would pick up? <laughs> no, I mean I'm well. I've got uh, Miria, uh, Mariah. Sorry, I've got my great axe out and I'm just chopping through the woods instead of walking around stuff. Oh, you're just hacking? <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm going full on freaking. Uh, God, what's that? What's the guy's name? Paul Bunyan. Terminator. No, the old uh, John Bunyan. The old Atari game where you pitfall. 
whatever that guy's oh. name Pitfall right. Pete, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm just Pitfall Pete and straight through the woods. Or the jungle, whatever. Okay, all right. Then yeah, Villa, you you hear uh, lots of trees falling and and branches falling down. There's a lot of rustling and noise in the distance, kind of just just a little ways away from you. That's it. I don't recognize any of my friends' voices. You can't really make out the voices. They're too far away. But you definitely hear the sound of a lot of a lot of shit going down from from Polly hacking and stuff. Hmm. Would I have any sense that it might be him? Like, can I roll something else? To- roll, roll insight real quick. Yeah, let's do that. So I've forgotten, and Billy, uh, Otis has forgotten, but Melody's just lost. Villa's just lost. Yeah, yeah. Unnatural twenty one. We were going to look for it, and then we got like all stupid. Just trying to figure out if it's a nut allergy for us instead of a the forest is poison for everyone situation. Yeah, no, v- Villa, you you hear keenly and you recognize the sound of Mariah cutting through things because you have fought alongside Polly in battle and as an assassin, you know the sounds that every blade you ever come across make as it cuts through the air because that's the only way that you know how to prepare to hide and dodge effectively. I so you know gently, that Polly's over there. Weird skill. Gently backflip out of my kangaroo mommy. Who might be a daddy? I'm not sure. Rose. Um, oh, gentle backflip. You're gonna be so sticky. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sticky. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I say thank you for everything. Bye bye. And then I sprint towards the sound of Mariah. The the kangaroo says bye, buddy. Good luck finding your dad. <laughs> okay. <Here> you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> All right. So so Billy, you're gonna go toward Polly. Sprint. Yep. And Hard. and you get you get to Polly almost instantly. Polly's just swimming oh, away, cracking through these branches. I'm a I'm a jump on him and hug him. Okay. Roll to hug. Hey. Roll to hug. What do yeah. I roll to hug? Strength. I thought they, uh, uh, roll roll your hug. How about still. acrobatics? <laughs> okay, oh, roll acrobatics to hug. We'll describe oh. this hug. Is she gonna then hide? <laughs> I got a thirty-eight to hug. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So describe <laughs> this this thirty-eight. Hug. I mean, you know, like all four limbs are just really happy to see him, and it's been scary and weird. I think you might be getting pecked there, bro. No, I'm just happy. Relax. All four limbs are hugging him, so it's just a full leg wrap around. Like yeah, yeah. You don't have to be being inappropriate for that to happen. Polly's part koala now, so he's. Accustomed this type of hug. This is how koala bears hug each other. Yeah. Swings the axe to hit a tree and just leaves it stuck in the tree for the moment being. Aww. And he's like, hey, I uh, thought you got eaten by a kangaroo. It's good to see you. You're like, uh, you know, 25% of our group that's not a dipshit that eats random nuts. Uh, I just sense that someone's being mean to me, and I let out a pretty big lion growl. Yeah, it's like it's like the MGM logo at the beginning of a movie. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Villa, how would you like to kill a tree with me? Um, what's happening with everyone? <laughs> yeah, so the nuts of poison is something, and I think a tree is responsible. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but what I'm thinking is, you jump around the branches and stab it, and while it's trying to, you know, 
not get stabbed by branches, I cut it at the trunk. Oh, and I got a, I got an animal army that I think is going to meet us there. So they got that too. They could pee on it or something. I don't really know what they do. The eagle was European for sure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe you get some Russians there and they'll beat us. I think that at this point, a couple of my 200 kittens have wandered over towards familiar-ish sounds and just kind of emerge into the clearing where um, the odd hugging is happening and they want to get in on that as well. So they're just going to kind of run up to Polly. All right. Cat pile on Polly. Oh, yes. No, no, no. I want some too. Uh, everybody. Yeah, this, this, this... You got a, a lion there somewhere around there? Polly looks around to see if there's a lion behind them. Oh, yeah. Captain Allure is following close behind. Uh, as is uh, Otis as a parakeet. Hi, guys. Who are you? Uh, do you want to be my, my friend? Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, friends. Do you want to also be friendly with me in a, in a more British way? <laughs> it's a more refined kind of friendship, and that's why we love it. Right, we're not really going to hug one another, but we'll show affection to each other's horses, you know, after the very nice dinner party. Does anyone have any tea? I'm going to pet the lion, because I like lions. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna nestle up to her and be like, you know what? I know we just met, but I'm pretty sure we're eventually going to get pedicures together and be best friends. <laughs> Polly shakes his head. I better be fucking getting overtime for this shit. <laughs> um, he's gonna take Mariah out of the tree and start hacking forward again. Okay. Yeah. So you're we you're all, all follow. You're all just piling forward, following Polly in the direction. <laughs> of where the eagle led him to the great tree to the landing yeah otis the bird is he anywhere near us or is he off doing his own thing no i'm i'm there oh, okay i i didn't know if you were with captain allure uh yeah, yeah i was following around cool so you're all so you're all back together at all like we're just like are otis and i completely confused about what's happening no no you you still recognize polly and villa you just don't really remember anything about yourselves or your past or anything like that. You you only know who you are. You remember that you're Captain Laura, you remember that you're Otis, and you remember these two people who you have known very recently. Uh, but you don't remember your backstories, your your childhoods, uh, any time that you spent at uni or, uh, or in the bayou or any of that. Um, do I still like remember my first cup of tea? I don't, but I remember that I still like tea. You, yeah, you remember that you like tea. You just can't remember why maybe you like tea and what tea you like. All right, well, I retract that thing about not remembering you, but we are still best friends. <laughs> and for the listener, Villa threw up a peace sign in response to that. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna you're gonna all continue forward. Polly, you're just gonna keep hacking through the woods. Yeah. And you march forward and there it is. You see a massive 100 foot tall ancient tree in the middle of an opening, like just a, a, a nice little clearing. And around the base of the tree is just this thick network of vines. And around the outside of the vines are hundreds of these animals, including Sir Reginald Furrington and the eagle that you know, and several elephants, hippos, owl bears, regular bears, Hey, hey there, Frenchie the Eagle and, uh, you know, Chipmunk guy. Great to see you. Yeah, you guys... I, know, I know that guy. I know that guy. So, uh, what's going on here with the vines? Are, sorry, are, what do the vines look like? Are they, like, 
Are we talking fairy tale Sleeping Beauty vines that don't let us to the tree? They look very, they look very thick and foreboding. They get thick with two C's. How deep are they? Oh goodness. How deep are they? Like how far down do they go? (laughs) Yeah. They're they're just covering the ground level, so they're they're like I don't know, up to a foot deep. Twelve inches, maybe. Did anyone take the spell that lets you talk to plants? No magic. Otis appeared dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was checking. I mean, I, I, I took, yeah, I love that spell, but I was checking. That'd be handy. Um, why, okay, cool. Why do we want to make Otis look dead? Oh, uh, I thought if you got close to dying, I could just make you look dead so people would stop attacking you. What does the tree look like? Does it look sentient or does it just look like a big Makes tree? Sense. Roll an insight check, Polly. Insight check. Yeah, third lucky number 13. Polly, it looks like it's alive. It looks like an ancient elderly ant. Oh, oh. hey, great. Uh, hey, tree. Hey, tree, how you doing? Who goes there? Yeah, it's Polly. How, 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 you got a nice forest here. How you doing? Thank you for the comment on my forest. Uh-huh. What is your deal, Polly? Yeah, uh, there's a guy, Murder Duncan something or other, he, uh, you know, is killing a bunch of forests and mowing shit down and not using union worker and not allowing workers to, uh, you know, unionize, which is a problem too, but that's not important. The point is, he's mowing down forests and, uh, we just wanted to go kill him and then, you know, water the ground with his blood. So, uh, what's going on with you? Because we're meeting a lot of animals here that, uh, talk like people. First of all, all subplots <laughs> are important. We shouldn't forget about the environmental or union-based angles to this narrative. <laughs> Second of all, I am the keeper of the Forbidden Garden. I have been cursed, as every creature here has been cursed. Those who eat the nuts of this wood forget themselves and become eternally woodland creatures. It is for Murder Duncan Bloodspell's amusement. Yeah, no, I trust me, buddy, we're on the same page. I know a thing or two about the forbidden, forbidden Garden. I was married and uh, every 29 days, it was the Forbidden Garden for me, but uh, I'll tell you what, it was like every 29 minutes. It was, uh, yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. The point is, what do I have to bury this ax in to uh, free you from all this vine bullshit. Oh, the vines can't be freed from me or me from them. But you seem like a decent guy. I would be willing to help you if you promise that you will kill Murder Duncan Bloodspell. All right, that seems like a good idea, Polly. We should take it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll agree with the lion on this one. Meow. Very good, then. Then you just have to solve my three riddles, and I can free you from the garden. Is one of them 42? Unfortunately, no. The estate of Douglas Adams would not allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Copyright laws everywhere. Bane of our existence. Would you like my riddles, or would you rather just pop a nut and stay here forever? We don't want to pop a nut. 
or whatever. Two of yeah, your friends seem so rather fun. happy. It's been a while. Mm -mm. Wait, what are we talking about? Yeah, mm -mm. okay. No, I'll tell you this, Tree. I'm 51% in favor, I guess, of these riddles because you've been a good guy. But I'm about 49% in favor of just chopping your ass down and murdering everything I see. So I'm not a big riddle fan, is what I'm saying. So if you got like a, uh, like a, you know, dummy's guide to riddles, that would be preferable. I'm not a big book guy. I don't think the riddles will be that difficult. <laughs> and you should keep in mind that not every encounter has to end in violence. But well, doesn't have to, but it doesn't mean it can't. Shall we begin then? Or do Yeah, we squawk, not... let's do some squawking riddles. Yeah, yeah, no, let's, let's go. Polly sits down, just kind of yeah. He he waves at the tree and sits down. Okay. My first riddle is as follows. Is it acid? It isn't whoa, acid. Whoa. Squawk, whoa. Here is whoa. the question. A frog in a blender. Oh, Squawk. shit. Stop it. Squawk, whoa. Let him talk. Squawk. How far can a monkey run through the rainforest? Uh, sorry, can I get a clarification? Is the monkey on fire at the time? No, it is a regular, not-on-fire type of monkey. There's no monkeys in the rainforest. Next riddle. That is incorrect. Okay, and he stands up and takes his axe out. <laughs> All Anybody right, else? I don't remember, but I feel incredibly well-educated. We can totally figure this out. Monkeys and rainforest, do they... I feel like they swing more than they run. Uh, what, what you got, bird? Squawk! Why, Bella, what you got? You learned anything in your, your kangaroo adventure about riddles and monkeys? Forests? Squawk? It's wet. Right, so if it's not 42 <sighs> gods, how far can a monkey run? We're squawking bad at this. How much uh, time was the monkey, uh, how much time did it spend running in this situation? Well, the monkey is only running through the rainforest. So how far can a monkey run through the rainforest? Right, not at all because subatomic particles don't exist and it cannot run through trees. To, to the other side. To Africa. <laughs> they two, can only two, run through it until they get out of it. Two, so ta two times the length of the rainforest because monkey see monkey through? Okay. <laughs> All right. What? Polly is gonna turn around. Hey, uh, monkeys, we got a monkey here. We got a question for you. How ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, ah, ah. Me, me, me. Yeah, oh, monkey. How far do you run through a rainforest? Monkey, see a monkey through? Yeah, no, I liked it. The monkey just turns and silently points at Otis the parakeet. And uh, then the tree says, Yes, the parakeet was. Correct. The monkey can only run halfway. After that, it is running out of the rainforest. Oh, I don't like this. Polly is going to look at Villa. Can we just kill it? Mm -mm. No, we'll do better this time. I know that I'm dumb because I'm a lion, but it'll mm. be fine. Let's move on to my second riddle. This is Trunky's favorite. 
claps his bird hands and then yeah, looks frustrated because he can't roll himself a spliff. <laughs> My second riddle. How do you get down from a tree? You fall. You can't get, oh, sorry. You can't get down from a tree. Trees don't have down. What has down, gnome? I don't know, like- Your Nice pillows? Freaking birds and stuff? Yes, very Ducks. good. Down comes from a duck. That's yeah, my okay. second riddle. Very good. Only come from a duck. It doesn't come from like pigeons or parakeets. You know, let's just let the tree. All right, okay. I just I don't even have to learn about birds. I know you want to branch out to other topics, but uh, let's leave it alone and just. Or needle him about this, Captain. <laughs> now, it's time for Trunky's third riddle. Oh Jesus, it's got a name now. That's not good. My name is Trunky. <laughs> And my third riddle is as follows. What weighs more, a pound of leaves or a pound of logs? Right, I think it's a trick question. I think it's a European swallow. Well, they both, they both weigh a pound. Right, they're both, oh yeah, Matt, they're both a pound. It's, what are you talking about? If that's not right, I'm about to show them what a pound is. The same. Yeah, they weigh the same. The parakeet is correct. They weigh wow. the same. Yeah, 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 yeah! Goodness. A VIP of Trivia Night. And magically, <clears throat> Otis and Captain Laura return to their normal forms! What, what do I remember my girlfriend? You remember everything. Yeah. Hey, hey Trunky. Oh, why shit! Why did you turn all these people into animals? Murder Duncan Bloodspell commands it. Okay, so I am to turn the I dissidents into harmless creatures. So why did us answering riddles allow you to turn them back? They don't remember. The others don't remember anything. So they don't ever ask about the riddles, but you did. Yeah, no, that works for me. Uh, I'm gonna look for my eagle and my chipmunk friend. How are they doing? They're, they're both hanging out. They're just doing eagle and chipmunk things right now. Oh, I, they're not people now? Yeah. No, yeah. Not everybody's turned back into people. They didn't answer any riddles. Hey, hey Trunky, uh, <laughs> I, why don't you turn these other things back to people? Oh, I guess that's a pretty novel idea. Maybe you yeah. could sweeten the deal for me a little bit. Yeah, let's get on it. Come yeah. on. No, I, I, that's, that's great. Because uh, here's the thing, Trunky. You got you got a, a beautiful trunk. I, I commend you. It's, I don't know how many like a thousand years of rings and shit you got inside you. It's pretty you good. Know, pretty good. What pretty I enjoy, yeah, you know, a little bit. Uh, I like to count things, and uh, I'd love to count those rings. And I got Mariah here, and she would love to taste them before I count them. So maybe you turn these things back to uh, people. Or maybe I just start counting rings and uh, answer that question of how old you are. While Polly is threatening the uh, the tree, I'm going to prepare a cup of tea and steal a nudie magazine and try to hand it to the tree to be like, all right, he just threatens violence because he's going through a bad death divorce. And Polly- What about some reading materials and a nice cup of tea? I'll pour it on your vines. Polly frantically looks roots through his bag and he's like, uh, I had issue two a trunk spunk. Where the hell did it go? <laughs> Not trunk spunk. Yeah, no, you took it. All right, I hand him trunk spunk and I think a 
like a, a nice Darjeeling. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's uh that sapling is legal. Like yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely over 18. Oh wow, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a very nice offering. I've always wanted one more thing, if you would indulge me. Oh, well, I did find some I Love Lucy elven plates. Are those those things? Perhaps you could make me a decorative basket out of some of these vines here. Right, okay, I'm gonna use Mage Hand to shake the vines just in case the tree's being an asshole. Okay, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're not gonna do anything, so you're fine. All right, I take out my calligraphy set. Um, it's got a little knife in it. I cut cut some vines up. I tie them up very nice. I put a very nice I Love Lucy plate behind it. Um, I decorate it with, um, I guess I have, uh, uh, with a ruby. It's a very nice ruby on top. And then I present it to the tree. Great, yeah. Trunky is, is very clearly pleased. You see the weird countenance of this ancient ant turn up for the first time into a kind of a gross smile, but it's a smile nonetheless. And Trunky says, oh, this is lovely. It will look so good in my den. Thank you very much. I would be happy to free the other creatures here and send you on your way if you are ready. All right, well, my girlfriend's back at the ship, so I don't know if I should just, like, run back there. Uh, God, what you feeling about- No, we, we're good. We're good to go. I'm, I'm going to cast Wand of Secrets and see if I can see where his den is. Um, yeah, with Wand of Secrets, you you only are able to get the rough layout of a two-bedroom apartment that has a, a small den. Okay, it's inside him? No, it's like it's like on the other end of the garden. It's just like a it's just like a small little housing He's a situation. Giant tree. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not for him. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. That's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. He's got a den with a two bedroom. All right. Okay. I'm gonna turn to the French eagle, and I'm gonna be like, "All right. You seem like a really nice bloke. Uh, my girlfriend is taking a nap uh, in the bottom of the airship." Um, could you take this kitten, don't eat it, and uh, this kitten will pass on my message. I guess you could too, but the kitten is just more romantic. So Shanti knows where we're going, but she really needs a nap. Would that be okay? Please don't eat this kitten. And also don't turn into a human until you've delivered the kitten. <laughs> it would be my pleasure to, to fly this kitten to the ship. And uh, I will tell your girlfriend who flies the ship to the palace so that she may meet you. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm gonna take out the uh, key that has the airship on it because she needs that to drive it and hand that to the, you know, I'm gonna give it to the eagle instead of the kitten. I just, the kittens aren't good at holding stuff. You'll be like, well, thank you very much. It was really nice to free you. Remember, turn into a human after you deliver the kitten. I really wanted Nate to just have a Frenchman holding this cat and being like, uh, I'm not just, an eagle anymore, so... Just falling from the sky. <laughs> just a Frenchman holding a cat falling from the sky. Yes, it. your will will be done, madame. Bon voyage! Right, have a nice time. And then I guess I'm gonna walk in the direction that the tree has pointed us. Well, the, uh, the, the tree is going to gather all of you up in his branches, and he's going to say, 
I hope that you have a fun time storming the castle. He's gonna throw us. And then he flings you. (laughs) Yeah, and then he flings you as hard as he can out of the forgotten garden. You land softly in like a, a selection of bales of hay. Some of you have feather fall anyway, so it doesn't really matter, but you fall into some bales of hay and beside those bales of hay, there's a little shop. Now back at back at yesterday's tequila, the French eagle arrives, gives Shanti the key, and Shanti and Scopy, and then this French eagle that now turns into a Frenchman, are all on yesterday's tequila, and they set sail to head your way to catch up with you. Has anyone else noticed the characters that Nate enjoys doing the accent for always remain in the campaign? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's a real great time yeah, on the ship. Should we prepare the main sail then? Well, I think it would be a great idea to do that. What do you think? I think it is a great idea, but I do not want to work right now. I just became human again. I see there are very many nudie magazines in this boat. <laughs> And they all cruise off towards you into the sunset. The rest of you uh, land in this pile of hay, and two things happen. Thing one, Captain Laura gets hit on the head with a piece of bark. What? That has a pin on the back of it. And you hear in the distance, Trunky say, Thank you for the lovely basket. Please have a piece of my bark. It will give you temporary hit points. Ooh. So Trunky's bark is in D&D Beyond. It gives you an additional 12 temporary hit points. Ooh. So you can have it and pin it on yourself, or you can give it to somebody else. It's up to you. But it stacks with the brooch. Oh, right. Okay, my impulse is either to give it to our tank or to give it to the man who tries to die nearly every episode. It's a toss-up. Right. Hey, I- I, I get a, I've been a lot better about that. <laughs> cool. I think you guys should thumb war over it real mm. fast. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that Here, I'll check? okay. I'll roll a d20 for thumb war. Yeah, I rolled roll opposing d20s, and whoever gets the higher number gets the gets the bark. Oh, I got a nine, so you got a good shot at this. <laughs> Five. Uh, okay. You suck at you win. This. I hand the bark over to Polly, and I make myself a cup of tea. Okay, so <laughs> Polly, you now have a, a piece of Trunky's bark. Okay. All right, you said two things happened simultaneously. I got hit by uh, bark, and then what was the other thing? The other thing that happened simultaneously is you all level up. Woo-hoo! What? Oh boy. Fuck yes. So, so take care of that in a few minutes. But the there was a little shop that you saw, yes. and the shop has a sign that says, last stop, junk trunk. And a, a small, overalled man wearing a red undershirt and a red cap stands beside the shop and says, it's a me, a Dario. Welcome to my junk trunk. All right, what kind of wares do you have? Uh, do, we, do you have food? Do you have something that my girlfriend might like? Uh, do you have any books that I could absolutely totally read? Among the junk, you see the following. There are four turkeys, each priced at 50 gold pieces. Oh, how Robert. Oh, goodness. There are two sharpening stones priced at 200 gold pieces. 
There are two hardening stones, also priced at 200 gold pieces. And then you also see 12 exploding cocktails that are 100 gold pieces each. Uh, so we could all use... Actually, I guess Bill and I are really the only ones that can use the sharpening stones. I think we could all use I hardening want, stones. I want, I, I want both the hardening stones. That's what I'm rolling for. <laughs> I, we all want the hardening stones. Mm. Who's our, my armor class is 21, but I'm the tank. Who, who has terrible armor class? Uh, I have an 18. That's not bad. My armor class is like 16. Yeah, I would like the hardening stones. Otis, what do you have? And I have a bunch of fucking gold for it. 14. Yours is 14? Yeah, it's not great. All right, well, while my companions are debating who's going to apparently not share the sharpening stones, uh, I got, that's what I meant, I got an 18 for persuasion. I'm going to shanter up to the well-endowed shopkeeper in the rear area. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) You're, 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 you're going to approach the shopkeeper from the rear? No, no, no. Well endowed in the rear area. Oh! Okay. Right, anyway, uh, this is a really nice shop. Um, I think junk is a really antiquated but cool word. Your hay bales are really nice, and your collarbones are sharp. Uh, anyway, what about a discount on all the things? I can give you a discount if you want. All right, that's a that's an odd accent, but I like it. I'm thinking like seventy five percent off, kind of like a Black Friday situation. That won't work for me. No, no. All right, how about um seventy percent off? <laughs> Still, it's too it it's 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 too steep, too steep. All right, I reach into my bag for my cutest kittens. I'm talking like the one with the semi-broken ear, and then the really cute one that has the really pretty blue eyes, and like the one that has like a Care Bear sort of outfit on for no reason, and I hand them to the shopkeeper, and I'm like, so what about 65%? I give you, I give you 50% off if you give me the cat named a Muigi. <laughs> All right, I can't give you any of my cats. You but I will let you cuddle with the cat the entire time we're here. And if you can't find someone with that name, I'll let you name one of the cats. So are you sure you don't want to ask the cat? Maybe the maybe I should ask the cat if it Is Muigi a cat in your bag? I guess so, yeah. Hey, uh, Muigi, uh, <laughs> this guy uh, wants you to stick around with him because uh, he's pretty fucking lonely and kind of awkward, but he'd probably feed you well. Uh, you, uh, interested in stick around? You want to stay in the bag? Right, uh, I do feel like the other kittens aren't very nice to me. Does this, does this person seem like they have, like, a lot of tuna? And then an insert joke about a video game I don't play. Also, I love that Luigi is, or Muigi is still English. Well, <laughs> honestly, I'm well educated. <laughs> don't be weird about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I think he's got some food there. He looks like a pretty pudgy guy. He's eating something. Oh, I'm saying. Probably it's okay. I, I will not keep him, Yuigi. I just pet him while you have a long rest in the hay, yes? Oh, all right. Oh, both of the British people have consented to this. Oh, I think you should give him the cat. He looks sad. No, it's my fucking cat. Okay. You've only got a thousand of them. <laughs> They're close to <laughs> Okay, uh, so... I give you 50% off. You let me pet Yuigi, and uh, you take a rest in my hay, Yes. Boy, I mean, it seems kind of weird when you say it that way, but all right. Okay, uh, 
Yeah, so uh, how much was the turkeys again? The turkeys, uh, they're, they're now 25 gold pieces. So can I get the, the sharpening stones and turkey? Yeah, they're, they, they're for a turkey and two a sharpening stone. Oh yeah, I'll just take one of the turkeys. Okie dokie. All right, I'll buy the other three turkeys and then distribute them to the group. Oh, how very kind. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying to be chintzy, I just... Oh, yeah, whatever. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, buddy! All right, but do you have something nice for my girlfriend? She really likes um, killing people and sharp objects, um, light bondage. Ooh, I have a suit. It, uh, it it looked like a tanuki, but it turned you into a statue when you want to be. Say what? What? It's, it's I a know suit what tanuki that, is. It looked like a tanuki. It turned you into a statue. Yeah, it uh, it's a suit that makes you rock hard. This is uh, definitely what you're looking for. Well, is that like a gimp suit, but for raccoons? <laughs> oh, okay, right. It's a reference to a video game you do not play. Yeah, but wait, with like really big balls. I bet Shanti will like that. I'll take that. How much is that? Oh, it, it is a free for you. You are so nice. I give okay, it to you okay. to give it to your girlfriend, whoever she is. Right, that's very kind of you. I take the thing I don't understand and put it in my bag. Right. I'm sure she is a peach. I've got uh, I've got all that jerk-off gold that I found with the porn magazines. So uh-huh. I'm going to buy the two hardening stones and then just put hand them hold them in front of Otis and Villa, and they can just do whatever they want. Should they What are these harden? I mean, you could split them, but you could also punch each other. It's up to you. I mean, one of you stays in the back and one of you hides a lot. So uh, it's really up to you who needs high AC. Oh, what do I do with this? I rub it on myself? I, I think that you, you rub it off. You get wizard's angst. So you just rub the stone as hot as you can. Harry, <laughs> he has wizard angst. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, what villa you want it? I'll take it. Well, there's two of them. You could just each have one. Okay, that sounds good. Let's let's do that. I I villa hey. just stares at me. Apparently, I set the stone down on the ground and then put my hands up and <laughs> gently gently walk away. I am not a threat. It's all good. I do not want no trouble in my shop. All right, Captain Laura is really exhausted from being a lion. So she's just gonna uh, saunter over to the hail bags. Hail, hay hay bales? Hay bales? Hay bales. (laughs) You going for hay bales? (laughs) Well, I want credit for noticing it was wrong. And uh, obviously takes her jacket off and makes a really nice pillow out of it. And then just kind of gets roughly 47 kittens around her and the rest of them are in the bag and she just takes a nap. All right, you're long resting. I, I'm going to pick up a splotch of hay. A splotch? Yeah, I think that's how hay is measured. Oh, also everyone make sure to add your five temporary oh, yeah, hit points. Yeah, 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 <laughs> And whoever gets the additional 12 temporary hit points from the bark should add that as well. I'm already done. So are you all gonna curl up and, and, and snooze then? There's a lot of kittens Seems to go around. like it. I, I, I'll take a long rest. I'll hold first watch. But yes, I will take a nap as soon as someone wakes up. Okay. So as you're sleeping, Billy, you notice that this uh, Dario character walks up and uh, and just bends over and whispers into Polly's ear. And he says, You're gonna die in there, you know. 
Better off for turning around and accepting the world as it is. Cooler men have always a run of things. Why should this a lifetime be any different? Huggle Bunny, thanks for the advice. Uh, <laughs> but you know, if, if that's what we did, then we would never join together and uh, form a perfect union to uh, get better wages and time and a half. Villa in the distance, beyond the shop, you see the gates of the Palace of Santa Palacia. Its portcullis slowly rises and the gates behind it start creaking heavily open as if all of you were expected. And we'll leave it there for this week. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why the only sounds worse than the fucking baby song? Why would you do that? From from New York to the camera. Oh, yeah. I was hoping it was going to be the Carmen Sandiego song and not not Umbop by uh, Hanson. No, it's. Oh, oh, from New York to Carolina. Catalina. Yeah. That sticky fingered filter from. I can't do this. I'm looking up the lyrics. Oh, boy. No, no, I know the lyrics. I'm trying to make them D&D themed. Well, I'm going to help you if I know lyrics. No, from yeah. it's Kiev to Carolina. No, I know, but I, I, oh. From, Is it not New York to, oh, wow. And then she's a sticky fingered filter from Berlin down to oh, Befleez. <laughs> She'll take you on a ride from, on a slow boat to boat China. Trip. Where in the world is Murder, Duncan <laughs> That's definitely parody. We're definitely not going to get sued by Carmen Sandiego. Oh, it's PBS. No, but they might want to sponsor this show. So yeah, uh, you we can bring it back. Let's bring it back. Roll for Blank Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondefer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via OpenGameArt.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.